You're listening to the Sprint Hard Iterate Fast podcast, a tech careers podcast designed to help you break into tech and skyrocket your income. I'm your host, Reggie James. After breaking into tech and making a series of the right career moves, I ended up building a $2.5 million tech consulting business. This season, we're traveling the great state of Texas, bringing you real life stories of some amazing people breaking into tech and thriving in their careers. These stories are sure to inspire and motivate you in your own career journey. How do you leave a career that you don't love and break into tech? Can I see myself doing this? No. I started asking myself, like, what do I like to do? That's Jamisa Dixon. She earned a bachelor's in business and earned an MBA and a master's of science in finance, only to later realize that she was on the wrong career path. That question, what do I like, set off a bunch of activities that helped Jamisa break into the tech industry. I was like, I just don't want to lose my job. I yeah. just don't want to lose my job. But I was like, what if I don't think about that and I think about where I want to be serious about this? I have to learn from the mistakes that mm. I made. It's not the education piece. It's something mm. else. It was this thing called career coaching. The discovery call went well. And then she said that price. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said something. I didn't realize the piece that had affected my entire, not just my career, my life was my Her story provides a step-by-step template for anyone thinking about switching careers and breaking into tech themselves. Let's get into it. Yeah. I found your profile online, on LinkedIn, and it was singing out to me. Like, I mean, literally, like I saw it, and I'm like, what is the story here? Like financial analysts, but then it looked like you were doing stuff in Scrum as well. And, and I just had to reach out. And I, I think when we talked, I felt really inspired by your story and like the transition you're making. So I wanted to have you on the show and I'm glad to have you here with me to sit down and talk about your career journey. Thank you so much for having me. And I remember when you reached out and I was just like, like, I'm not there yet. But <laughs> and so I remember replying to you like, thank you so much. I'm so honored that you reached out to me. But I'm not there yet, but this kind of reaffirms my journey. And you were like, no, 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 no. We can still talk. And I was like, okay. And, that, and that's the thing, like, and that's the thing. Um, uh, you said to me, like, like it, it, it means a lot to, like, to, see, to show that the work you're putting in, like, people are seeing it. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that. And I would say you're, like, the, the prototype person I want to talk to. Obviously, we, I'm, I'm talking to people who have gone through and made the transition, but I think your story is cool because you're you're in it. And I've, I'm looking at the stuff you're doing. I'm thinking, yo, other people need to be doing that. Whatever she's doing, however she's architecting that, whatever guidance you're getting, whatever you're doing, like people need to see this in action, not just the finished product. So I wanted to talk to you to understand like the the process that you're going through, the ups, the downs, the ins and outs. Could you tell us a little bit about your, what's your professional background and maybe just give us a picture of, of like what you've been doing thus far? So I guess I'll start back to undergrad. So graduated from undergrad. What so did you do undergrad? Um, I have a business of management. Yeah. So like I thought I was going to go into HR. Yeah. That was kind of the focus. And so I remember like trying to find internships, trying to find like HR assistance. And at this time, so the, around the time I graduated, uh, the market was shifting to outsourcing these things so I could find anything. Yeah. 
and then I I I was able to get a post uh, postgraduate uh, internship through an organization here in the Dallas Fort Worth um, called the Conrad Leadership Program. Okay, and so they do placements. Now I found about it late. I could have been doing it the entire time I was while in you're school, in school, but I didn't find out. But I'm like better late than never. Yep. And I was placed at Dart, where I worked in the IT department. Okay. So I did help desk services, right? So they were okay. doing this major um, upgrade of their hard drive. So we would download it on the WS deployment, and then go to the different stations. And Dart is our Dallas area rapid transit. Okay. So the you know bus rail system yeah. for Dallas. And so did that. Um was not interested, but I did it. <laughs> and then I was with no job. And so for three months I was depressed. I was disappointed because I'm like all this work I did and I can't find anything. Yeah. And so one day I was like, Ma, I just need five dollars. Yeah. And I got on the bus. Now you got on the train and I rode to like all the major um, I guess like temp agencies, and I was like, I need a job. Yeah, I don't care what it is. Hustling. I mean, at the time, I couldn't even get a job as a customer service. Yeah, person represent like nothing. And this is with a degree. This is with a bachelor's degree. I was like, this is wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, looking back, like I'm so grateful for it because I just like. Like, I was footing I would get dropped off. Like, I remember I was in Irving. Got dropped off on the bus line, walked to Kelly Services. It was like, I need a job. Had on a, you know. Yeah. I need a job. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and then I went to this other, where, where I actually ended up landing. They had their own temp service. Yeah. And I did this assessment, and then I had an interview. Got the interview. They went with another person who was more experienced. Okay. And so then I ended up taking, accepting this job at this data entry place. It was not near a bus. The hours were weird, but I took it. I was like, I'm going to take it. And so um, around Thanksgiving, we were picking up a box from a local uh, community center. And I got a call like, hey, so remember us that we went with someone else? Well, they, you know, they left. Do you still want the job? I was like, Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, absolutely. I yeah. will be there Monday, bright and early. Yeah. And so. So what what was the job for? Uh, an office assistant. An office assistant. Okay. So you so, so you've got you've got the education, you've got the degree, and this is like this is what you're able to get yes. is the office assistant. So yes. what? So you started there. Like, t- tell us what was the journey? So yeah. So I started the front desk and. My responsible was customer service. And I had to, my job was to know general information for multiple functions, like the first point of contact. Okay. And I took that seriously. Yeah. And, you know, so when it was downtime, I would ask questions. I would read, like, documentation if they had documentation. I would go around and I would ask, so what do you do? You know. Like, so I would do that thing. Listen to that. Like, <laughs> so, so what do you do? already like yeah. some, some, some knowledge um, right there. And that's there. something that I, I give credit for my uncle. He's like, like, you don't just do your job. You see what everybody else around you does because you can fill in a gap. Yeah. Um, and so pretty much like I, I perfected that, that role and I started asking for more. Yeah. So I didn't just wait. I took initiative like, yeah. Hey, can I help with that? Like, if you show me, I can, I can pick it up. 
I, and I can help you with that. And that eventually led for me, it, it's called, it was more of a choir promotion. Mm. But I got put in another role. That's a term I never heard before. <laughs> so you've heard of quiet quitting, right? I've heard of quiet quitting. So quiet quitting is when, like, you just check out of yeah. your role, right? Yeah. Quiet promotion is they give you more responsibilities without the pay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so there was a situation that happened. Got that. So this part of my story is like admin functions and okay. things like that. But got that quiet promotion. I switched my function. So I started doing different things, interacting with, you know, customers again, still interacting with customers, but in a different way. Mm. I was processing transactions for them, um, helping them. And so, by the way, I didn't mention I work in academic medicine. Okay. So, What's like the healthcare? That, that's the name of the. That's the, the in, that's the industry. That's industry. Academic medicine. Yes. Okay. So, did the transactions right, and then they had this special program for people to do kind of like placements at different hospitals mm. for training. Yeah. And so there was like a whole onboarding thing for people coming internally, and a whole process for those that were going out. Yeah. And so. Towards the end of that time, I became responsible for the onboarding piece. Yeah, okay. Like making sure when people arrived, all the documentation, they made their payments, like coordinating with, you know, other departments. So kind of like that, like education coordinator kind of thing. So that's what I ended up doing towards the end. And while I was doing that, I got the bright idea of I should have did what this professor told me to do and go into finance. Mm, Okay. So, like, we're going to go back. There's a flashback. Yeah. If you've been watching my videos, there's a good chance that you're in your late 20s, your 30s, or your early 40s, and you're thinking about changing careers. I've spoken with many of you, and I know what your problems are. You're uncertain about tech career paths. You lack technical skills. You have concerns about the cost of re-educating. You lack the professional network. And you lack mentorship. Well, there are many tech boot camps that could get you into tech pretty quickly. My personal favorite is Springboard. If you think that's the right pathway for you, use the link provided and get $1,000 off your tuition. But that's not the only pathway into tech. Did you know that you can break into tech for one tenth the cost of a boot camp? The majority of what you'll learn in a boot camp can be easily learned online for free or at minimal cost. Seriously, people are securing entry-level tech positions every day, all without the burden of a costly CS degree or full-time bootcamp commitment. My personal mission is to give you the resources that you need to break into a tech career in the shortest amount of time with the smallest possible financial burden. If that sounds like something you're interested in, download my free How to Shift into Tech guide. With that guide, you can start learning and begin your journey into tech all by yourself. And if you need additional help, I've got a range of support options available to help you launch your tech career. Um, I was in my finance and my financial economics class and he was like, you really should change your major. And I was like, sir, I am trying to get get out out of here. here. (laughs) So I (laughs) I graduated in three years. Like it was not a game. Yeah. It was not a game because I came in with credits and I was already upset. I had to take out loans. I'm like, I'm just trying to get out of here. Yeah. And so then I was like, man, I should, I should have did the finance. I'm yeah. gonna do the finance. And I got the broad idea at the time. I was like, I'm gonna take the GMAT and I'm gonna go to Howard. Yeah. 
Like I that's I want I want the HBCU experience. Yeah. So got to the point, purchased the GMAT book. Yeah. Was gonna start studying. And my mom was like, no, no, no. Look at this. Like, don't spend that kind of money. You're already in debt, right? Just like, this is cheap, you know, and that was Texas AM Commerce. Yeah. Um, and they had a satellite campus here in Dallas. So I was like, fine, I'll, you know, do it. So I worked full time, went to grad school at night. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, that's hard. Then in the middle of grad school, I was like, what's what's extra four court credits? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. So um, I graduated with two master's degrees because they didn't have like concentrations, really, yeah. or majors. So I want the finance piece, but the MBA was just an MBA. That was just like, what, another class to get the MBA? So it was, um, no. So I was originally going for the MBA. So okay. I graduated with the Graduated with the MBA first. Okay. But for, there were four shared classes, and if you did them, they counted for both degrees. Gotcha. And because I wanted to be a finance major, yeah. I ended up doing the four extra courses so I can get the Master of Science in Finance. Gotcha. Okay. So you, you, you educated up. You stacked. <laughs> like yeah. You, you got degrees left and right. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you say, yeah, like a little bit of like, maybe I shouldn't have those degrees. Well, I don't regret it. Everything happens for a reason, yeah. right? It served my purpose because I'm currently in the role that I wanted. Yeah. Because at that time, when I decided to go back to school, I wanted to be a financial analyst. Yeah. And I was, in my mind, I felt the only way I could do that was to go back to school. Why did you, why did you want to be a financial analyst? I, I kind of want to talk about that for a little bit. Like what? So I've always been fascinated by numbers. Okay. Like, you know, like I didn't real I didn't know what STEM was. I just yeah. know I like math and I liked history. Yeah. That's probably why the professor was like, "Hey, like you really good at this stuff." Like, cause I was like, and we were doing our equations by paper, and yeah. I was just like killing it. Or I would go get tutoring if I didn't know. Like, I don't mind yeah. asking for help. Yeah. <laughs> and I would go like to like the SSI supplementary instruction from like a peer. That, you know, was a grade ahead. Like, I was going to get it. Yeah. Um, And then my major in grad school was towards investments. Okay. So I thought I was going to make the shift into, like, investment analyst. And I remember I was in my risk and derivatives class. It's going to make sense. I, I mean, I'm just going <laughs> you say risk and derivatives, and my eyes start so, like, ooh, you get into so, the, you some know, complex stuff. Yeah, the things that, like, you know, it's like a type of instrument where, like, you have an underlying thing like it can be a put or it can be like another stock or it's something like or hedge yeah on top of something like it gets real crazy and i just remember the professor talking about how important it is to select the right strategy and things like that and i felt i started having an existential crisis in the middle of class i was like like wait a minute like if i if i miscalculate or i put in the wrong thing like that's somebody's retirement yeah. that, like that's somebody's <laughs> whole life like I can't do that. Yeah. I, I, like I started like freaking out, like internal, like I was having an internal monologue. Like yeah. it might've looked like I was paying attention. I was like, Lord, no, 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 no. Too I much can't, responsibility. I, I can't do that. I love people too much. Yeah. Interesting. There was another class that I had to take and it was financial planning, which is the people side of it. Okay. So you have the people that do the trading yeah. or set the trading up. And then you have the people that do the, the like financial planning, the estate planning. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, okay. That's a, like, I can do that. Yeah. So that's more like interacting with people and helping them. Helping people. Yeah. Okay. So one was technical. Yeah. And one was people focused. Yeah. They interact somewhat with technical things, like depending on what company you work for. Mm. But it, it was all about the people. Yeah. And I was like, this feels better. Yeah. So um, got through my my, my my MS by the skin of my teeth, thank the Lord, because we had to do a comprehensive exam. And I felt that mug the first time <laughs> because it was during Easter. And I had to retake it. And then they were like, you only get two tries. Like, third time, you got to go through a committee and yeah. justify why. I'm like, oh, I'm not about That's to. That's crazy. Like, yeah. I done spent too much time. No. I, like, buckled down, got disciplined, took that exam, graduated. So, nice. uh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, And so, fast forward, doing that, so I got the degree. Yeah. Um, And at this time, I love my team. The leadership, not so much. So you're in the same company right same now? Same co- I'm still in the same company. I yeah. did not tell them until I was almost done with the second degree. Okay, so you were doing this, and you they weren't even supporting it. They weren't paying for I, it. You I were was doing afraid it by yourself. To, yeah, I was afraid to tell them because well, I felt come? like I wasn't going to be supported. Ah, why, why is that? I don't know, because when I finally told them, they were like, you could have told us that. <laughs> like, I was just really paranoid because I knew, like, there wasn't anywhere to go. Like, there wasn't any mobility where okay. I was. And I was like, how is this going to affect yeah, my okay. relationships? Like, how is this going to affect my job? Interesting. Like, because rem- I came into the I came into the role in operating and survivor in feet. Yeah. So okay. I kind of kept that mindset. Yeah. Throughout my whole, like, I just don't want to lose my job. I just don't want to lose my job. Did you think that if they found out you were getting this education, you were bettering yourself through that degree, that maybe that they thought maybe you might want to shift and go somewhere else or do something different? And that's what you were concerned about? Part of that, but most important, my thing is always not not being treated like I didn't want to be treated differently. Yeah, okay. Um, Simply because going back to experiences in childhood, because, um, gifted like i'm not gonna i'm a, i was a gifted child like yeah. i did the talented gifted did the vanguard magnet thing mm. so i didn't want to be treated different okay but they didn't and they're like yeah. you trip it's all in your head all, like yeah. You're fine. <laughs> because of the things with leadership there's another leader who is my current manager that is on the way to retirement yeah. they deserve it though they yeah. deserve it they they've worked really hard yeah. they were like come work for me I understand. I heard you got your degree. I'll teach you everything you need to know. So this is when they found out that you got, you had gone and done this. Then there's like, there's an opportunity for you. Well, see, it was some, a new thing happening on that side of, on in that particular department. Like it was something new. Okay. So he need, like he needed more people. And so he was like, I've always liked how you worked. You worked really hard. Like you're coachable, you're trainable. Mm. Come work for me. Yeah. And we can get you out of this situation. <laughs> How did that feel? I was like, okay, please help me. <laughs> because we people were leaving. Yeah. People were leaving. Because of the, the culture. The culture. Yeah. yeah. It was a big, like a big shift. Yeah. And I and I really, but I wrestled with it because I'm like, yes, but I'm like, oh, but the people I'm leaving behind. Like, I, like, I remember I was tearful about it. Mm. Like, because, again, I care about people. Yeah. 
I was an accountant. Mm. I was learning the accounting things of how things function, and that's kind of what started that. And so accountant, moved up in accountant too. Back in 22, I became, uh, we got another, we all got promotions. And mm. so I'm a financial analyst now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been it's been very interesting. Um, we've grown, the team has grown. Like some people leave or we replace them. But people have progressed for the better, and they like, man, I'm glad I started here first before I went to that other department yeah. Yeah. because I learned a lot here. Great team. Yeah. Love my team. We're very close. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been fortunate in my journey. Like, I've, I was close to both of my teams. Yeah. Like, the spirit of collaboration is there. Yeah. And I can feel safe, like, if I don't know something. Mm. Right. Or I operated my strengths, and this person operates in their strengths. And, like, the things that we're not as strong. Mm. We can support each other. Mm. That cross functionality. Yeah. Like so that's a thing as well. It it definitely you get the sense listening to you talk that you one, you really care about people. Mm-hmm. I think you really like your job or your company as well. Like that comes across too that like you enjoy the you wanna work with what people you, you like and it seems like you, you you're around quality people. Yes. So tell me like you're happy with where you are. You're happy with the people. Why switch into a different space? Like why, why, why are you going through this transition now? Like what's, what's brought that about? Pandemic. Pandemic. Okay. So the pandemic made me realize, like I'm sure it made many people realize how much you go through the motion. Okay. And I remember being like, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm about to sit here and like, let you do it. And I remember thinking, like, I had learned, like, I'm, I've learned this financial analyst stuff. And I was like, do I really want to do this for the rest of my life? Mm. Like, the trajectory is clear. Yeah. Like, it's it's laid out. And I was like, can I see myself doing this? I was like, no. And I was like, what do I, like, I started asking myself, like, what do I like to do? What was it about the pandemic that made you start asking yourself those questions? Because I wasn't distracted. I wasn't, like, worried about the day-to-day. Like, I had to be in my house or apartment and just be there, work like, working from home, of course. Yeah. Uh, But nothing going on. Yeah. No social, no nothing. It's, yeah. Everybody's in survival mode. Yeah. And I already lived there. Like, I was already used to survival mode. Yeah. Like, Bane was like, you're, you like the dark because I was born into it. Like, yeah. that's how I operated. I always operated in survival mode. So, like, the pen, and I was an introvert, too, so the pandemic did not. All I could do was, like, think. Think, yeah. <laughs> think about things, like, other th- aspects of my life as well. I just never thought about, like, because I was like, I just, again, like, I was like, I just don't want to lose my job. I yeah. just don't want to lose my job. But I was like, what if I don't think about that and I think about where I want to go? Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you you had time to kind of park the the su- survival mode kind of thinking patterns mm-hmm. and and probably think more expansively about right. what you really wanted. Right. Okay, what was what was that like? Like tell us about that process like kind of thinking through these things. So I I guess I started asking like what are the threads? Like what do I really like to do? Is it so much the numbers or is it I like improving process? Mm. because I had started doing those things, but I realized I'd done those things in the previous roles. Yeah. 
Like I found a way. If it, it was small, like hey, instead of like taking, if we can shave two business days off of this by doing this and going to another, you know, department, like hey, are you willing to make this adjustment so that we can have this better turnaround for our customers? Hmm. Like I was doing that. <laughs> or if I, is it better to scan as I go or scan and batch? Hmm. Like those are the kind of things I was doing, and yeah. then. In 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 the accounting and finance space, I was like, "Do we have to do this reporting this way? Can we tweak it here? Can we?" And then when the new people came on in, they were they had you know different experiences and different things, and we kind of put those things together and we did it together. Yeah, or I'd be like, "I have an idea. Of, this is how we can show payroll," and they'd be like, "Yeah, like I like that. Like, yeah, you think you know the manager? Let's let's run it through and and make sure that." Our customers can understand mm. what's going on, right? Um, or our stakeholders, right? And so did that, did a project where um, my team and I, like, created the step documentation. Mm. I had to, you know, write down the steps of how you do this thing because there was nothing in place. Mm. And this thing got, like, implemented across the organization. Like, if you don't know how to do this because com- – for compliance purposes, we have to mm. analyze and reconcile on a monthly basis. If you don't know how to do it, this is like the standard. Yeah. And so they led that charge to my our, my manager and he gave it to us. And like now, like it's in our like our institutional yeah. or, you know, organizational documentation. Yeah. And then, like, kept perfecting it. I did some profe- uh, professional development things through my company, whereas the Aspiring Leaders Program. Yeah, okay. Had to do a project, and I was like, they just started talking to IR, which is what we call our IT department, is talking about this new thing called Analyzing Excel. A- analyzing Excel. So it's a function in Power BI. Yeah. So it, could, it, it Power BI acts as a conduit between the data warehouse and Excel. Yeah. So you instead of like mainly creating pivot tables, you're using like a, like data, like measures and dimensions, like pretty much taking baby like multiple Excel things yeah. in the form of the data warehouse and creating tables. Hmm. And I was like, I went to my manager. I was like, Hey, I think I want to use this for us. Like I think the way they're describing this is we can update these reports. By a click of a button, and mm. at this point, we were starting to scale in how many departments we serviced, and and you know, my supervisor was like, "This is too much. Mm. <laughs> like, it takes too long. We have too many departments." And so I was thinking about those things, getting process improvement. Yeah. Um. And then I had kind of started learning about some lean things, and so like, well, how how did you start learning lean? Because uh, it's healthcare. Yeah. So lean, yeah, is very waste reduction. They use that. They use yeah. that's a, a methodology. They methodology are using. like you know, like especially in like patient care, supplies, thing, things like that. But use it on our side, the support services side as well. And I like research like the PDCA or PDSA, Plan Do Check, Plan Do Study yeah. Act. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of use that um method to build out. And at the same time, I was also exploring and learning about Scrum. Mm. How did you hear about Scrum? So the person, he they don't want credit, but I'm giving him credit anyway. <laughs> so 
back to when I was thinking about what I'm going to do with my life career-wise yeah. um, during the pandemic. Um, initially, I was like, well, maybe it's a business analyst. So mm. I remember having one-on-ones like, I think I want to be a business analyst. And my manager was like, you need to go figure out what you want to do. Yeah. So just blurt stuff out. Like, <laughs> learn about it. <laughs> Stop saying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you need to be, I don't believe you. Like, yeah. he was like, okay. There was a business analyst, like, um, like a leader um, that we work cl- closely with. And I kind of saw the things that they were doing. And I was like, that's kind of cool, mm. which made me say, like, I think I want to do that. And so I actually reached out to them and set up a chat, learned about their story, kind of like we're doing now. Yeah. They had a finance background. Okay. <laughs> and then made the transition. But prior to them being a business analyst, they were like, yeah, so I was a product owner. And I was like, what's, what's a product owner? I said, what is a product <laughs> owner? Like, what is that? <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's in... It's like in Scrum and Agile methodology. You should look it up. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I got on my goose's Google. Yeah. Like, Google's my girl. Yeah. I like her a lot. You know, and I was like, this still doesn't make sense to me. And so I stumbled on a clubhouse. Mm. And so this is, you know, 21 to early 22, like, clubhouse was, like, popping. Mm. Like, everybody named my own clubhouse. And so it was a shout out to Professor Timmy. So Professor Timmy had like a room like every day and then she had like recruiters, but she would talk about the different things because she's been in technology for like over three decades, mm. I think. And she was talking about, yeah, like you can learn Scrum, you can learn business analysis, you can learn cyber, like all these things. And she broke down what Scrum was and I was like, okay, okay. And then I started looking up on Homeboy YouTube, yeah. YouTube University. Yeah, YouTube University. I know it very uh, well. Yeah, so started looking it up on there. I'm like, okay, okay. I attended because in the research things, you know, things pop up. And somehow, I can't remember how, I landed on the Blackest Tech mm. conf- virtual conference. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll go. And I signed up and went to the, I was like, I've never seen anything like this before. And like, you see all these people like, oh, I want to get into this. I'm like, i I know only thing I know about tech is web development because my cousin Chris, shout out to Chris, is has been like in tech. He's the only person I knew him and like my uncle did like IT like kind of support stuff mm. like because of his, the nature of his job like engineering, but it's like, but also IT as well. Yeah. But somebody that's actually in tech, my cousin Chris. Yeah. And he did the coding stuff. Okay. So that's all I knew. That's what you, that was your idea of what tech is, is yeah. what you saw from Chris. Right. Okay. Okay. And then like towards the end of the conference, cause it was like four days, I think someone was like, Hey, I'm holding a two day uh, certification class for the safe. Um, you should check it out. It's free. Operative word was free. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> operative word was free. The way you said free, I was like, she went. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I sure did. I said, well, where do I sign up? Yeah. Like, so I signed up. Um, Black did, you Man. Know what, did you know what SAFE was at the no, time? No, I had no idea. You were just like. I was like, is, I looked up the acronym and like, I did not go to the website. Yeah. I just knew it was scaled, agile framework. I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, Kendall Thompson, Black Man. Okay. Taught the, uh, taught the two-day class. And so. You would think, like, I learned, like, the highlights of Scrum, but then I threw myself into safe. 
Yeah, you and, were deep. Oh my gosh. You were real and deep. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, like, this is cool. And so at the end of it, they were like, okay, so you have to pay for the license. And I was like, well, this was a great two days. Because yeah. <laughs> what I don't have is that kind of money. I know it's, a couple. It's not of, cheap either. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. So a couple of people signed up right away and they were like ready to take. And I'm like, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, good for you. And so then <laughs> at the end of the class, uh, Kendall was like, there's a raffle. Like somebody sponsored a, a spot. He was like, if y'all want to, if y'all want to take it, sign up. So I was like, sign me up. Yeah. And I got it. He was like, nobody else. Like, yeah. was like I'm never like people turn down money. Like, but so you got it. So nice. I was like, thank you. So you're <laughs> certified safe. Like what? Is I was at the time say five. Okay. I was like, yeah, like that was great, and I tried to do a little studying, and then I took it and I failed. Yeah. And I was like, okay, but I can I can afford that retake. Yeah. So I pay for the retake, study my butt off, like clicking on every single article, like sidebar. If you are taking safe, read those articles, even the ones you think that don't matter. Yeah. Click the hyperlink and read it. Like seriously, like, like studying that, studying the whatever tier is not enough. Mm. Click on those links. Yeah, I learned the hard way. Okay, <laughs> so I re, re studied and I then I passed and I was like, I'm safe certified. Yeah. and I and I remember calling Kendall like, what do I do now? Yeah, he's like, and I was like, like. And at the time, I'm still going to the clubhouse. I'm hearing, hearing about PSM and CSM. Yeah. And I'm like, so do I need to take one? He was like, no, this is this is more strenuous, so you don't have to do that. Mm. And I was like, okay. And so then I was like, okay, if I'm going to be serious about this, I have to learn from the mistakes that mm. I made in undergrad and in grad. Like, mm. I didn't have – I'm like, there's something – like. It's not the education piece. It's something mm. else missing. It's really interesting that you <laughs> you bring that up too, and I, I want to let you t follow that thread. But I just wanted to say, like, a lot of people will get a certification, mm -hmm. and it's like the same thing you ask, like, what now? Mm -hmm. Like, because it's like I'm certified in this thing. Like, what do I do? Like, what do I do after this? And there's a whole lot more, which I I, I expect you're probably going to talk about. Yeah, because there's yeah, a whole yeah. lot more that you need to yeah. you need to do to actually. Move yeah. on. So yeah, uh, continue on. What, what what happened after that? Um, and I remember I told my um manager first. I was like, I got this certification because remember he told me go on somewhere. Like, yeah. you need to be serious. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, what's that? And I was like, it's kind of like project management a little yeah. bit. And he's yeah. like, okay, but and he had to look it up. And he's like, all I know is about is lean because again we work hospitals. So it's like, yeah, lean. That's all we know, right? I continued to go to Clubhouse, and I was like, I feel, and they talked about this thing. Like, I had people mm. look at my, you know, resume and things like that, but it was this thing called career coaching. I was like, okay. So you you had never heard of career coaching? We had, I know, I knew about career services, and yeah. they didn't do anything but, like, tell you to sign up for a monster account. Yeah. And, like, but, like, I was like, what is this career coaching thing? And, like, I connected with one. And we stayed in touch for a while, but again, like money. Yeah. How did you find the career coach? I did some shopping. Okay. So you looked, you went out and looked for career coaches. So I started like, you know, looking at, like I listened to a couple 
within Clubhouse. And then I found a community. So what I really did is found community. Okay. Um, Bridges in Tech is the first one that I did. And I got so many questions. How did you find them? Was it just Google searching? No, Bridges of Tech was in Clubhouse and okay. they moved from Clubhouse to like uh she established uh Janine Udo. She established her own like website. Yeah. And like it was private like, you know, privatized it through Zoom. Yeah. It's public, but like she just migrated yeah. off of it. Yeah, Cause okay. she was like, I wanna do something a little different. Yeah. Like a happy hour. And it was yeah, called okay. a happy hour. And so they had like Wednesdays, um, 5 p.m. Central, 6 Eastern. And um, I remember at the time, um, we did a little one-on-one coaching. And she was like, you know, helping me out. And then Did you reach out to her directly and say, so we would Well, no. um, She's like offered. Yeah. So like we would have conversations or I would listen to like people, guest speakers. They were talking about their stories and things like that. And there was one particular person that talked about their thing about agile coaching and things like that. And I'm like, that kind of sounds similar mm. to that scrum master thing. Yeah. And so I reached out to her and I was like, I reached out to the guest and she had a pretty linear, like she went from project yeah, management to was, that. Yeah. And I was like, nobody's, I haven't heard anybody that's besides the other guy that's from finance to this. Yeah. Right. I, I talked to the founder of Bridges and Tech. And she sent me a link to, she's like, my friend is doing a a challenge. Like, you should check it out. Mm. So that was a small entry fee. Mm. And I was like, man, like, who is this? Because mm. she was talking about mindset. I was like, mindset? Who's like, th- Who's thinking about that? Yeah. Who's thinking, you know? And, like, I went all the days and, like, you know, she's like, if, you, if you're ready to change your life, like, Message me on LinkedIn and we'll do a, a like a discovery call. Yeah, and I'd done a discovery call before, and it it wasn't it didn't go so hot. Yeah, and so I did reach out. EC Mimin, I can't EC. I don't want to mess up your name. <laughs> it's it, fulfilled. I'm gonna say fulfilled. Um, <clears throat> EC, I love you. The discovery call went well, and then she said that price, <laughs> and I said. <laughs> I said, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said something like, she was like, because, you know, I'm on, like, I'm trying to be disciplined. I'm on this debt-free journey. Like, I'm budgeting. I'm very analytical. Yeah. Right. So I'm, like, super analytical. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And she was like, because it is faith-based. Yeah. It's very holistic. Yeah. So it's just, and she was like, you're making an idol out of this. Ooh. Like, I, like what if God is telling you to yeah. let, let, like, let it go? And yeah. I said, oh, man. <laughs> and so I remember I prayed about it. I was like, Lord, like, this is a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, This is an investment. I'll, I'll, like, so take out a lot of money. Yeah. Scratch it's that. It's an investment. This is an investment. Something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. I remember I talked to my mom. I was like, mom, like, is this going to affect our, you know, she's like, no, like, as long as we have this X, Y, Z threshold, we should be good. Cause mm. I was like, okay, I'll call. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I was like, <laughs> I made that first investment. I, I laid down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Had to take a break. <laughs> yeah. <to> breathe. <laughs> I, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do this transaction and I'm going to go lay down. Yeah. This is, it's yeah. a lot. I was overwhelmed, but like jump right into it. 
and oh my gosh, I'm not going to talk about the details okay. of it because it's a proprietary and I think that there are women of color yeah. that want to explore fulfilled yeah. and want to like experience transformation. Mm. Like EC is that coach. Yeah. But I will say I didn't realize the piece that had affected my entire, not just my career, my life was mindset. Mm. T- tell us. My, tell like, us. How I thought about myself, the negative things I would say, like discounting yeah. myself. I tell my, and I still work on that. I would tell myself no before somebody else tell mm. me because of the fear of rejection and yeah. things like that. Or like what I thought about money, mm. how I felt about money. Um, because at one point I felt like it was evil to have money because, yeah. you know, that's what you told in the church. And then yeah. as I like went back and read for myself, it's like, no, the love of money. The love of money. Yeah. The love of it, not it, because yes. it's not, it's just simply and a resource. And that's a big distinction. A lot of people don't catch yeah. a lot, because words mean things. They they do, and I like what you said, too. It's a resource. Yes. It's not the, in my life, it is not the source. Yeah. And that was something that was, like, it kind of broke me free mm. a little bit. And I was like, oh, I can, like, pursue. Because I was like, if I just stay tempered, you know, yeah. like, like my mind, my mind about being expansive, and I had limiting beliefs at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, it's it, that's interesting to actually kind of wrestle with because you can see that you're you're doing these things and taking steps forward. Yeah. But I remember what you said about survival mentality, right? And, and I I heard survival mentality. And I'm like, there's a lot that's connected to that. That's yeah. really deep. That yeah. keeps you in a space of of just trying to survive, just trying to get by. And mediocrity. Yeah. Like, let's call it a thing. Yeah. Like, you will stay mediocre. Yeah. Or lo- below mediocre. You will not fulfill your potential. Mm. You will, you almost, you can't fulfill your purpose if you're in that mindset. Yeah. And I, like, it was not only, br- like, understanding that, it's like, what is it like getting to the root of it? Mm. And I think, and then it, it caused me to go back into therapy. Yeah. Cause I was like, I thought I, you know, thought I had broken some of this stuff. I got to go back. Yeah. So it's all connected. Yeah. Right. Did that, got clarity. Mm. Cause I knew I want, I, like, I was like, I think I want to do the Scrum Master thing. Right. Mm. But like getting clarity on how my life came into this point and, and just, establishing my like the vision or a hypothetical vision because we have the right to change our mind yeah i i think that was another thing for me i'm like man like i must look like i don't know i don't have it figured out like i'm tripping if i don't if i decide to make this pivot yeah and i think that holds people back too as well but you have the right to change your mind Mm. Um, especially after having gone and gotten the education like you and i mean that that's that's hard work like let's not discount that to hold down a job and get a degree and you are telling and the world, deal with life and dealing with life at the same time and so you are telling the world like i i'm i'm doing this finance thing like this is what's happening yeah. and so now you're talking i i did actually like change my mind and that's okay yeah to do that but but so because this was so foreign right mm. I was like, I look crazy. Like, this is what I'm telling myself. Yeah. But I got clarity. I'm like, no, like, no, like, all of this stuff makes sense. Like, like I said, like, I told you earlier, people. Mm. 
like people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a big thread. I can see it. People like process improvement. Yeah. Like identifying gaps, like all of it comes together. Mm. Um, and so that's kind of how I ended here now, uh, landed here now. Mm. And on like do, going through that, I I used Good Sis Google again. And I found yeah. my first actual community of practice. Okay. Agile water cooler. Yeah. And this is you know I, I'm sure we're gonna get into it a little later, but. I did not put my, it's on Discord. I did not put my face because I didn't want any bias. Okay. You were concerned there would be? Yes. Okay. Because from what I was told, like tech was predominantly white, white yeah. spaces. Yeah. And so here I am. I don't know what I'm doing, I'm, but I'm curious. And I was like, I don't want how I look. Yeah. Now, they'll figure it out when I come off of mute. Yeah. But you know, like you could see the image before you ever hear my voice. Yeah. So I went with like the default. I still have it. Right. Cause I'm like, I'm still going into space and I'm like, I just want to be in the space. Yeah. And like, you see this robot emoji. Yeah. And you'll be fine. So did you find in that community that it, it like, is it predominantly white or is it diverse? Like, what did you actually find? When it you... was, but oh my gosh, when I say they were so welcoming. Yeah. Um, and that's the agile space, right? Yeah. Like they are, I, I can't speak for other areas and ecosystems within tech, mm. but the agile space, yeah, very collab, collaborative, yeah, like very welcoming. Like you, you, everybody didn't have it figured out. Yeah. That's why they were there. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm dealing with this. How do, like, how did you deal with this? Have you ever had a situation mm. with this? And so, I would just sit back and listen. Is this community, is it is it like a product owner or a scrum master or like any, all, any, any, any role within Agile? Any Agile. And are these, is it like, is this a global network? Or yes. Is it, okay. So uh, I call her the queen, Erin Davies. Um, she's Irish. Okay. She's based in the UK, uh, Agile coach. But like she has a boldness to her, how she deals with clients. Like um, she she's you know, landed a new role and she's loving it. But like just the things, you know, how her approach to coaching and, mm. and like being like how important the agile principles and values. Cause she like her wheelhouse is she's very holistic mm. or agnostic as she says in her approach. So she's not just stuck on scrum. Yeah. And that was another thing I learned. Like there's more to life than scrum. Yeah. Yeah. Like agile has different frameworks and different methods and then there are engineering practices. And so, like, there are people that didn't come from a technology background that are agile, agilists, mm. agile practitioners. And then there are people that came from, a, like, yeah. that were software developers and worked their way. So it's, like, all different walks of life. Yeah, it's just a safe, psychological safety. It was a safe yeah. environment. And they have lean coffee style yeah. calls on Mondays. And I just... I didn't feel stupid. Yeah, like, okay. You know, um, I did ask, like, what do I need to do to, like, how can I find this? Like, can I, like, what do I need to do? And from there, I've gained, like, a, like a couple of mentors through there. Mm. So, yeah, like, and they are not black. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I think, I think something, and this is, this is why I really wanted to talk to you, because I, I mm -hmm. knew just from, in our short call that mm -hmm. you, you, you really take the initiative mm 
mm-hmm. in a way that I, I don't see a lot of people doing. And I think you you do it by injecting yourself in certain spaces and following like a little curiosity thread. Like, yeah. what's this? I'm like, naturally curious. Yeah. Um, I used to get in trouble as a kid. Like my like my dad would like the girl asked too many questions. <laughs> Like, because I was just curious. I wanted to know. If I want to know, I'll go find it out. I'll yeah. go down a rabbit hole yeah. if I want to find something out. And that's kind of how I took this approach to learning more about Agile, learning yeah. more about Scrum. Like, went down a rabbit hole. Yeah. I would hope other people do take that. Like, mm. and I know there's different philosophies about what it is and, mm. like, how simple it is. But as I've learned, it like, it's simple if you're doing the events but Mm. to maintain relationships get buy-in like Mm. knowing how to like adapt because it's adaptive solutions to complex problems yeah yeah like that takes a lot yeah that's not easy Mm. because people will people yeah (laughs) people 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 people. (laughs) um that's not easy yeah um it can't i mean eventually when you get to a level of you know, self-organization or self-management, I'm sure it's easy. Mm. But, like, that's just not what, I, like, I see two different things mm. to it. But, yeah, like, so with the combination of investing in myself that way, it gave me more courage, mm. right? Like, to, to, like you said, go into these, mm. insert myself into these spaces, reaching out to people, yeah. setting up informational meetings. Like, what do you do? Yeah. So the same thing I was doing at work. Yeah. I'm like doing it on a global scale now. Yeah. Like I've talked to people from here as far as New Zealand. Yeah. That's awesome. Shout out to Tom. Yeah. Tom Mullins. <laughs> We're going to have to have so many links in the description <laughs> to all these people and uh, communities that you've mentioned. I feel like there's, there's so many resources that I haven't even found. T- like, man, like my like. Bridges, like Bridges and Tech always has a special place in my heart. Agile Water Cooler. I'm in Baddies in Tech, which like, yeah. if when you do a founder series, you need to talk to Allie. Yeah. Allie from Baddies in Tech. Yeah. She's the founder. Shannon Morales from uh, Trabaja. That's another community I'm yeah. part of. Um, like she's out of Philly. Like she does diverse tech. If you have, if you've heard of that, like it's so, it's so. Yeah. And then, of course, let me jump back a little bit. So I have these communities, and I'm like, okay, I'm learning this stuff, mm. but I need to apply it. Yeah. And by the way, say this is a sidebar. Like, I told them when I first got in there and I fi- finally got the courage to speak, I was like, yeah, I'm certified safe. And they were like, oh, ew. <laughs> they were like, I knew it. I, yeah. Why They're would like, you do that? Yeah. It was like, I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know. And they were like, and I was like, I didn't know. I asked the question. They were like, oh, yeah. this is like, this is more, this is enough. And they were like, no, you need to take, you know, you know, like I would ask which one is better, CSM, PSM. And I ended up going with PSM yeah, because that's what my mentor did. I did this, um, I, I would call it a boot camp or a six-week course called Agile MBA. So okay. please link that in yeah. the description box because it's free. Okay. It's a nonprofit and they teach you the why behind Agile. Okay. And product uh development and yeah. you know the psychology of it and things like that. 
And so, and then on Fridays, they do like case studies. Um, and you kind of applying what you learned in the week mm. with that. Like, it's really great. Really great people. Ed and Jim, great people. And all the volunteers that keep that thing running. Yeah. And I took that twice because the first time I took it, I didn't know you had to be like on call to get the certificate. And I was okay. mad. Like, where is my certificate? Yeah. So I retook it. <laughs> what do you mean on call? So like they have a Zoom call. Oh, uh, And I'm okay. like, okay. Uh, I didn't know. I would watch the replays. Yeah. And so okay. when it was at the end, people getting cert certificates, I'm like, where is my certificate? Yeah. They're like, you have to be on the on Zoom the call. call. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I would like log on the Zoom call and then do the replay. Yeah. The second time I took it. I, I feel like I missed something and I really want it. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing all this? Because like I just want to, when I like something, I'm a follow math. Like I love learning. Yeah. And like when I'm really interested in something, I like immerse myself in it. Yeah. Like finances. Like I learned <clears> personal <throat> finance. Immerse myself in it. Yeah. Agile. Yeah. From, like I'm immersing myself because I'm like, the cert is not enough. Yeah. The cert is not enough. Yeah. Like whether you do the PSM, CSM, like whatever one you, it's not enough. Mm. You have to get, like, there are people that have been agilists for years and they're still, con like, continuous learning is yeah. a part of the nature of the role. Mm. So that's why I did it. Mm. Um, and it's uh, it's good to learn the why yeah. behind anything that you do. Mm. Um, and because I'm like, I like people and I want to equip them to deliver value or just be better people. Mm. Um, like, that's why I'm dropping these resources. Because yeah. I want people to, like, know. Like, yeah. I'm not hiding this. Like, it's not for me. My hands are open. Like, I'm getting... Like, anybody I've spoken with, I'm like, here, 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 here. Like, what you do with it is yeah, you, you but I'm not going to withhold this information. Like, if I learn something new, I want to share it with people. Yeah. I did that, and I and then when I took the second time, I'm like, I actually want to get some practice in. Mm. How can I actually apply this? Because, again, it came back to the financial constraints, that there were programs where you could, you know, pay, but I'm just like, I've already made this investment in this. Mm. I don't know if I can make an investment again, like at this magnitude at this time. Yeah. And so someone DM me because after the agile MBA, I actually started facilitating a study group so that we could do the continuous learning thing and study together. So we can feel more confident taking the um, exam. And some people did it. Mm. Um, and I did add, I did I I did it and then asked for permission. Yeah. I was like, oh, I created by the way, I created this channel so we can come in here and <laughs> like do a study group. Like, hope it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um and so I still see the channel and then I'll go back sometimes and and my hope was like it didn't have to be led by me, but yeah. it was just something, an initiative started. Yeah. And I was hoping that it continued like after. Yeah. Someone DM me and was like, "Oh, check out this um, this nonprofit called they partnered with them called SVPM Silicon Valley or Agile and Scaled Value Project Management, and they have a program called Silicon Valley Project Management Scrum Program." So I applied for it mm. after I finished my the second time. Yeah. Did the interview, 
we really don't take people that work full time because, you know, it's a risk that they won't commit. And I was like, I'm telling you, I am here I'm because I this. want to learn this stuff. Wow. Um, and so I let I, I was I let my employer know. So I was like, I'm still going to do my work. But sometimes these calls are during, you know, yeah. you know, like as long as you get your work done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I started off as a developer, which it was like no code. Yeah. Right. But still these role, these yeah. accountabilities on the scrum team. Right. So like I'm taking everything I've learned and like now I'm actually applying it. What's the time commitment? What like what were they looking for for from you to be so, a part of it? So they wanted to make sure you could um do the events and things like that. Mm. Um, sign up for the um like attend like especially as a developer like attend every Scrum event. Yeah, there are some modifications to it because it is volunteer based. Yeah, but for the most part, they're like we want to know. Do you say the event? You mean the ceremonies that they're yeah, running? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like using Scrum Guide 2020. Yeah. <laughs> they don't say ceremonies; they say events. So um, I'm behind. I don't know. Any, I don't know anymore. <laughs> the no, events. Yeah. So like sprint, like backlog refinement. Sprint. Yeah. Backlog refinement is not an event, but that's something that's very important because that kind of teaches the team how to do uh, sizing. Yeah. So they do sizing, um, and then like of course sprint planning, the actual sprint. Um, we had asynchronous and live, uh, daily like scrums mm. and then of course you know you have your review and your retro so did that on the team did my part and the product owner was like i like the way you work mm. because like i had finished my pbi and i was like is there anybody else i can help and they were like i like the way you work uh would you be open to being the uh associate product owner <laughs> because they did kind of like an apprentice thing yeah and i was like I mean, I really came here to do the developer thing so I could become a scrum master. Mm. I don't know about this APL stuff. Yeah. And they're like, just think about it, you know, like, because, and I was like, but I thought you had to be here for like three sprints before you can even, she was like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, I'll do that we'll part. figure that out. <laughs> like, just say, and I thought about it and I was like, you know, if I take this, you know, I hear that. Scrum masters and product owners don't have the best relationship at times. And mm. I was like, if I can put myself in the shoes of the product owner, it'll make me a better scrum master. Yeah. So I said yes, which led to me becoming the first developer in history that jumped from developer to like an a, a, apprentice. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. What's the product that you, what, what, what's the thing so that you're producing content. as a team? So yeah. content. Um, administration um, and management. So yeah. we manage the content, and at the time we were responsible for creating the content. Yeah. Once I became product owner, had a product launch, like we were going into a new medium, which is video content. Like nothing fancy like this. Yeah. Just a simple video, kind of teaching the things, like tools or whatever topic that you know the developers. Because I kept them in, you know, kept them in mind, and I was very nervous, like. Like, as an apprentice, I had to write PBI from scratch. Mm. I was like, what I don't know. But um, I did some research, went to YouTube University, and I did the hypothesis type. Mm -hmm. Like, if we do this, this is the result. That's pretty much like the gist. Like, you can look it up and get the actual technical term. And I did that because we hadn't, this is like, a, it was an ideation. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I wrote the, the product backlog item for the launch. And then subsequent, like, I wrote user stories for the subsequent 
mm-hmm. PBIs. We we did go into that our minimal viable product, our MVP. Went into that, and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually like we actually did that. Like, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually did that. Yeah. Like, but it's not me. It's us, right? Yeah. I was a product owner for like a few sprints. And so now I'm a mentor, like a scrum mentor. So I kind of support and, and um, mentor. Sometimes I coach um, the current product owner, kind of like with like the frame of mind mm. when you're doing something and, and things like that. So it's a great organization. Yeah. I'm grateful that it exists. In terms of that, that's pretty much where I am with that. I still want to go on my continuous learning. Mm. I, you know, decided to step one because I wanted to honor the suggestion about like not holding that spot to give people, other people the opportunity to yeah. experience the role. Yeah. And then two, I was like, I need to like get time back so I can do the continuous learning. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I am now. Mm. That's you, you, um, I can't wait to see where this goes. I don't know. Like, it's crazy. I'm I'm even hoping like something can come out of even today. Like someone see this and be like, yo, talent right there. Let's go. <laughs> like seriously, what's your what's your plan? Like what are the next steps for you? Where do you want to go with this? So, you know, right now, um, if there are opportunities internally, mm. um, I, I did do some explanation and we're not there yet because mm. again, the organization it's it's uh, government, state government. So there's late adopters. Yeah. Right. And I'm like itching, like I want to do it so bad. Like, I'm yeah. Like, Why don't we do it? And I remember having, a, I did a, like a small project uh, recently for my company. I'm like, okay, it's project management. Yeah. So I did a, like, I'm like, okay, let me build my project management portfolio. Right. Like all of it works together because I want to say this. You know, cause I, 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 like I have to say this, like because of the nature of the market, I love Agile. I love Scrum. But I've also looked at, again, because I've done the work to gain the clarity, I want to work on things that have outcome and in, like outcomes and impact. Yeah. And so if that looks like project management, OK, mm. if that's program management, which I know a lot of the larger mid-sized, the larger enterprise it's program management, mm. which I've been learning about program management. Yeah. And scrum masters and program managers are different, right? Mm. But at their core, at their essence, it's about impact. Mm. Teams and organizations, business value, like it all like it all focuses on outcomes and impact. Yeah. And that's what I'm all about. Mm. Like and I feel <clears> like you know, I can bring my business background into that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a different perspective than just like, you know, a tech focused background. Mm. You have to know, understand how organizations work, mm. how like the why, why is your, why is this product so important yeah. to the business? It's not just like nobody goes into, well, most people don't go into business to make, looking to make money. Mm. They're looking to fill a need in the market. Yeah. And by, you know, fulfilling the, the need in the, that is making money. It's making money, yeah. right? A lot of times, that's why I say it's the people side of mm. technology or product development yeah. or software development. Yeah. That's what I, the people. The people side. 
Um, I've been blessed to be with the organization. I've been in my organization for 10 years. Which is, that's a long time. To Millennials don't, don't do that. That, that doesn't happen Gen anymore. Z's don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, again, everything is for a reason. I had to learn. I had to grow up. I had to, I was like, I don't want to tell my age, but here we go. Like, I was like, I was fresh. I was like 21, 22 when I started mm. at my company. Yeah. Didn't have life figured out. And so, like, the faster you can figure this thing out and, like, make those pivots quicker. Yeah. Like, iterate. Yeah. Like, adapt quicker. Like, man, it, it took me a little time. Yeah. And I and I think at the root of it was mindset. Yeah. Like, mindset. Mm. Shifting my, like, like continuing to shift my mindset. Yeah. And that's, like, gonna the road to freedom. I feel like that's, that's, there's so much wisdom in that. And that's, like, such a profound statement that, I think people get so much value from, which is because, because we're talking about like shifting into a tech career, but there's so much beneath that. Like I thought like we, have, we barely even talked about shifting to, to a tech career. Like, like, yeah, you're, you've moved into tech. Yeah. You're moving into tech. Yeah. You're on this journey, but there's so much beneath that. Yeah. Which you talked about mindset and you talked about purpose and the value of people and just so many different things there. I, I'm, I'm excited for what happens next in your story. Yeah. And I'll be the first one to be like, yo, can we uh, sit down again and have I would a follow-up conversation? It was so fun getting ready for yeah. this. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> like when you saw me, like, most times I'm, like, clean face yeah. with my blue light blockers on. Like, I was like, oh, like, I get to, like, dress up a little bit. This is this is awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to have had this conversation with you. You, there's so much in your story that I feel like, like, people could learn from, from just, like, the like getting a career coach like people don't think about that people don't think about the investment and it's of that. okay and and you know what i also it's so much i've done so much i forgot if if money is is an issue with many people like black and brown people yeah like money is a problem is, yeah. is a blocker yeah it's an impediment 100 percent. tech equity collective so google and management leadership of tomorrow have made a partnership mm. Tech equity, like if you find the tech equity collective, like Google it, and he'll drop it in the in the description box too. It's free. Mm. It's career coaches. Wow, top tier career coaches. But I did that program because it was tech specific. Yeah, and I learned even more about how the ecosystem works. Like, yeah. like what kind of like startups versus enterprise, yeah. like big tech and. And like the different roles, software engineering, UX, UI, yeah. t- sales, like a lot, like tech sales is becoming a thing yeah. now. Like yeah. because like the in sales, whether it's tech or not, there is no real, there is no ceiling. Yeah. Like tech equity collective. I don't know if it's free or not, but Trabaja, it's black and brown community mm. or you know allies like so, like get in there like it's it's a slack community and they have they've started a tech career accelerator mm. like like if you if you need it you'll find it yeah that's what's up there's so much there what as we close what advice would you give anybody who is looking to make a similar career transition that you're on right now what would you tell them oh first i would tell them like people always appeal to tech because of the money mm. now money is great right but don't get into don't get into anything because of money. Yeah. Like 
But if you feel like you have a skill set and you want to explore, that's okay too. So my, like, I would say get clear or like immerse yourself in these communities so you can learn about what avenues you can take. Mm -hmm. But anybody, like tech really is for everyone. Yeah. Black and brown people are needed in the space. Yeah. Like the products need to be inclusive. Yeah. Because if you have one set of people like doing everything, they're not thinking about the experiences and the culture of this other group of other groups of people. Mm. So, um, and I love that as well. And like, it does have great earning potential. Like, yeah. like I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, it does, but don't lead with that. Yeah. Lead because I'm like, man, like I can use my customer service background and like, Ooh, customer success. Yeah. Or I can use X, Y, and Z. And I think I want to look at this into this. Like, so t like get clear and explore. Yeah. Also forgot to say career karma has a partnership with tech equity, equity collective mm. um the black genius academy mm. so like yeah like there are black and brown people that have created and founded and are partnering together right and so but it's still a lot of work to be done yeah and it's a both and thing it's not i know we live in a polarized yeah. society it's not like let's all these groups of people it's like yes i want to help people of color Black and brown people, mm. BIPOC, whatever you call it. But also it takes allyship of those yeah. who are not yeah. to like be the conduit to elevate yeah, these sure. groups of people, um, the represented groups of people. Like it's both. Yeah. You can't do it in a silo. Wow. So, so yeah. Awesome. Jamisa, thank you so much for coming and being on the show and telling your story. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, and I look forward to coming back. Yeah, uh, we're going to have you back, <laughs> and we're going to tell your story once you have secured a role. And I can't wait to get the update and hear all the details about how you're putting to work, you know, putting to, to practice all the things you've learned and all the effort you've put in to make this transition. I seriously think you're going to kill it. Like, our, I can already tell it from your profile that you're going to kill it. <laughs> it's you. only a matter of time now. I've been iterating on that it's, as well. It's only a matter of time. You're about to smash it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sprint Hard Iterate Fast podcast. You can find the episode's show notes and resources on shifttotech.com. If you need help breaking into tech or advancing your career, join the Shift to Tech community. We're a global community of tech professionals helping with mentorship, technical skills, and providing career transition support. Stay tuned for more episodes in this season, Breaking Barriers in Tech.